What's going on, y'all? Welcome into episode 626 of That Being Said Podcast with your boys, the best brothers in sports. My name's Sammy. My name is George. We're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sant Hub. We're talking the top 10 quarterbacks who never win a Super Bowl. One of us is outside in the backyard, uh, which is George, in a little Miami-looking t-shirt. One of us is inside, which is me. We do have a sunny day in Seattle today, which is nice. Um, and as a tweet that I put up on my Instagram the other day, George, I said, oh, it's sunny in Seattle. Must be a weekday. So Always. true. <laughs> well, we did top 10 quarterbacks and never win. So I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, DM us, tweet at us, Instagram us, whatever it is. If we missed any that you think should be on the top 10, um, kind of part of our little series right now. We've done the top 10 NBA players, top 10 NFL quarterbacks now. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find us at thesportsontap.com and you can find all our podcasts there or type in the sports on tap or that being said podcast on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you may listen to your podcast to find us. Stitcher. Stitcher or just favorite. And you can find us at the sports on tap on all platforms or at pod that on Twitter and Instagram for just our podcast page. Um, that's all I got, bro. That's all I got. Just a too. quick little intro. Visit the sports on tap.com. Sports are ramping up. We should be having a lot more fun sports stuff coming at you. So uh, stay tuned for that and enjoy today's podcast. I like the emphasis on sports stuff. Was there a specific reason or are you just excited? I'm just excited, man. The Premier League's back. Uh, I put, put We put up some good articles about the Premier League this week. I'm so hyped we, about that. You have no idea. La Liga's ramped up. It's almost, I mean, Real Madrid's about to clinch the title. Champions League next month. Woo! Okay, let's not scare away the NFL fans here. So, uh, yeah, yeah. NFL we fans. don't. This is not. By about the way, soccer. NFL. Yeah, we. I mean, I don't know. I like watching soccer. Just I don't know enough to ever make a podcast about soccer. But don't scare away. Don't scare away the NFLers here. Much love. We're talking American football today, and uh, enjoy the pod. Uh, this is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio. Redefined. Quick little ad, and then the pod will come up. All right, what's happening, G? Um, we're here today. You know, I will say this before we even get started, George, is we usually enter our podcast with a what's going on, how we're doing, because right. we do the intro after the podcast, right? Usually do, but yeah. realistically, we're doing like two intros sometimes. So we can almost just go in and say, what's happening what are we here for? How are we doing? Man, we're doing pretty good today. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll probably notice that me and Sammy are in completely different locations right now. I'm out on a beach somewhere in... Um, actually, I'm not on a beach. I'm just downstairs in our backyard while he's upstairs. But I wanted to get some sunshine. So recording in two different locations. I'm in the backyard. I do got the Miami shirt on. So it kind of feels like I'm in Miami. Does it feel like Miami? I actually looks like Absolutely. I'm getting more sunlight in this room than you are. You got a little bit of shade going, but uh, for those listening on the podcast, go find us on YouTube or you know go watch our social media clips. You'll know what we're talking about. Exactly. Speaking of social media, you can find us at Pod That on Twitter and Instagram or 
at the sports on tap on every single platform you can think of for our main brand and of course the website at sportsontap.com today what we're doing is um the top 10 quarterbacks to never win a championship we've we've kind of done we did top 10 basketball players to never win a championship so we've done this before but now we're going with quarterbacks um you know, I think it's easier for football to go with just quarterbacks. If we were to do yeah. top 10 NFL players to never win, it'd be kind of a really complicated list because you could be talking about different who's the best running back of all time and who's the best corner and <laughs> all these yeah, different I mean, things. But we're going yeah, top 10 quarterbacks. Hard. Yeah, I mean, because the quarterbacks, like as you preface there, is they have the most – they don't have the full thing. Like football is the ultimate team sport, right? But the quarterback position itself is the single most important position, not only in football, but in all of pro sports. The quarterback is the captain. The quarterback is the extension of the head coach. I mean, every single major organization in football, you know, if they get the three pillars correct, the head coach, the quarterback, and the ownership group usually set themselves up for success. Look at us here in Seattle, where luckily our quarterback, Russell Wilson, doesn't make the list as the top 10 quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl because he's won a Super Bowl. But what do we have? We have the right quarterback, we have the right head coach, and we have the right ownership group. So those are the three pillars. You'll see a lot of here when we're going to go through this. Um, a lot of the quarterbacks either didn't have the right ownership group didn't have the right head coach or just got plain unlucky to never win a Super Bowl. I would definitely say that there was probably two or three on my list that I can think of from the top of my head that were just plain unlucky or situational. Um, some of them are older. And I would guess one thing to add to this list is like, you know, I put Warren Moon, Jim Kelly, Dan Fouts and Frank Tarkin in on this list. Play, people I think I've never seen play a game before. Um, this is just based off research. Those I'm not going to have many things to say about, but if you look at Dan Fouts and you go to different lists, like it's pretty clear he's one of the top 10 quarterbacks to never win. So I added him, um, but I think we're going to really be able to discuss a little more like you're saying with when it comes to the ownership, the coach and the quarterback. When we start getting into some of these guys in the 2000s, it, it is actually very interesting I think a couple of them actually didn't have that bad of a situation. And I just think time or injury or, you know, making it to a Super Bowl and not winning was just the unfortunate reality for them. And you yeah, see a lot of, of quarterbacks them, that are – go ahead. Yeah, one of them on my, my list was I, I think would have won a Super Bowl if it wasn't for jail time, unfortunately. So we'll get to that too. I mean, that's obviously Michael Vick. I uh, I know that was a teaser, but that's not 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 that's probably the easiest teaser in America. What I other mean, quarterbacks well, went to jail? Ryan I mean, Leaf. I, yeah, yeah, Ryan Leaf. Huh? I mean, it was yeah. actually Ryan Leaf made the list as top ten. No, it, it was Michael Vick. This ain't ESPN. We don't gotta be doing a little teaser here. This guy once went to jail after the break, <laughs> and that's Michael Vick. Um, oh, I was gonna say <laughs> this, guy, it, this, this guy went went to jail for for fighting dogs and played for Atlanta Falcons, and his name. We'll tell you after the break. Yeah, like let's, let's couldn't couldn't have been any more clear. Um, right. But there's a lot of guys that are, um, you know that that's a weird that's just a different situation. But I have some exactly. guys that I think it was just unfortunate situations. Um, should we just start with the number one guy that everyone knows is the number one guy, and it's pretty yeah. clear. I mean, I'm even wearing the Miami shirt for this, and it's Dan Marino, right? I mean, Dan Marino is by far easily, without a doubt. 
I mean, no matter what era you were born in, like is the best quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. He might be one of the best quarterbacks of all time. It would be, even if th- he didn't win a Super Bowl, he's probably still a top five, six quarterback of all time. What's sad about Dan Marino, and if you keep like, if you actually think about Dan Marino, when you you said you didn't get to watch Dan Marino that closely, neither did I. I got to watch him at the end of his career. He beat the Seahawks in a playoff game, and Dan Marino is he's fantastic. But what's sad about Dan Marino is he made the Super Bowl and broke the record for most touchdown passes very early in his career. He made the Super Bowl as a rookie, and never went back to the Super Bowl. And that's just plain sad. But if you actually look back at Dan Marino's career, Sammy, think about it. Can you name one of Dan Marino's coaches? Like, off the top of your head. Like, anyone that's – I'm sure we could. But, like, do you, can you – like, you don't yeah, have a Saban, – Saban was early 2000s, right? Right. It was after that. I think Shan Gailey was one of his coaches back in the day. Um, but he never really had that, like, big-time head coach. Even his wide receiver core. Like, any one of these guys, you go with, like – you know, uh, later on, Jim Kelly had a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Frank Tarkenton, I think, had a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Dan Fouts had a Hall of Fame wide receiver. Dan Marino didn't have a Hall of Fame wide receiver. And the only running back I could really think of is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because he had the same name as a basketball player. He just didn't have the best situation around him, or I think he would have won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, it's pretty insane. That um, this happened to him. And I know everyone always says it was his rookie year that he went to the Super Bowl. It was his second year technically, but his first full year as a starter. Oh, okay, that's good. Or it might even be in his third year. Jeez, it, might, it sounds exactly like Pat Mahomes uh, having. Yeah, that's that what it was. Year. He played like eleven games in his rookie year. Second, no, it was his second year. Eleven games okay. his rookie year. Went seven and two. Second year in the league, they went fourteen and two. That's the year he broke the records. Won MVP. So pretty crazy to think it is actually. It sounds a lot like Patrick like, Mahomes, but it anyone. is. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes, what lost in the AFC Championship his second year, and then won his third year technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but same trajectory. If you look at the situation, Patrick Mahomes just got a what twelve year contract. Mm-hmm. Like if that was Dan Marino right now, even losing in the Super Bowl second year, he'd be like the Patrick Mahomes of the NFL today, which tells you how good he is, right? To never win a Super Bowl. Imagine Patrick Mahomes if he lost a Super Bowl this year and got a 12 year contract. After this year, you'd be pretty damn certain that Patrick Mahomes will win one or like get back to a couple, maybe, right? And it just teaches you how hard it is in the NFL. Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL for the last 10 years. One. Drew Brees, one. Aaron Rodgers, one. Even Peyton Manning. Is like one and a half. He got a second right. one. Yeah, and, and deep Sammy, late into for the those career. listening, he's not saying one like he won a Super Bowl. He's saying he won one Super Bowl. All these yeah. guys. Tom Brady, six. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's why Dan Marino. It's. I think the perfect example is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, year one comes in, you know, and dominates. And first full year, you're like, yep, this guy's. He, I mean, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP in his first full year. So did Dan Marino, and they both broke records, right? So it's pretty crazy that that he never even made it back to another Super Bowl. And that's, you know, it's where the interest comes in with this Patrick Mahomes, like, 12-year extension, right? Because it's like, yeah, it's never going to be a disappointment probably, but Chiefs fans got to be prepared for the fact that, like, there is a weird chance that they never make it back to a Super Bowl again. 
Yeah, I, I mean, if you go look at I mean, Andy Reid's career, he's been into Super Bowls, right? And he's one of the best head coaches of our generation. And that's one of the guys on my list, that's it, as you know, uh, with Donovan McNabb. We'll get to it. Uh, yeah, who I, I think do, was in the right situation, right coach, just unfortunately lost. But one thing I do want to mention is if you want to go back and look at the uh, the the coaches that coached under Dan Marino, he did have Don Shula, who won what two Super Bowls, I believe. Yeah, two Super Bowls. But he got Dan Marino later in his career, and after that, he actually had some good head coaches. He had Jimmy Johnson, who once. I think uh, took Dallas to a few Super Bowls. Dave Wansett and Jim Bates; those were his head coaches. Pretty sure Jimmy Johnson won a couple Super Bowls. Yeah, in Dallas, right? Yeah, he yep. won um, two or three in Dallas. Two Super Bowls. Yep. So yeah. it's kind of funny. Dan Marino had two Super Bowl winning head coaches coach him and never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's what happens when it's not the right situation around you, right? I mean. Yeah. You know he was good enough, but there's a lot of players. I mean, even Brett Favre has one Super Bowl, right? And bounced around the NFL trying to find that next good situation. And it didn't he didn't he found good ones, right? He found good ones with the Vikings. He had good memories of other places. He had good other runs with the Packers, but it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl or to win in general, right? So it's pretty rare to have coaches like Bill Belichick that's been to a lot. It's rare to have Pete Carroll go to back to back and be a college national champion, right? Which is just another like a realm of pretty amazing greatness. It's hard in general. And that's where the Dan Marino stuff, it's wild, but at the same time for football, it's not the craziest thing in the world. Now, if this was basketball terms, right? This would be like saying Kobe Bryant never made it to a finals again after his second year. Yeah, it'd be weird. With football, it, it sucks, but it's not necessarily, I wouldn't call it shocking. No, I completely agree with you here. And I was just thinking about something while you said this, Sammy. And what's really crazy to me is if you think about two organizations in football, and these ones do have Super Bowls, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers and the Indianapolis Colts. If I told you the Green Bay Packers from around 1992 to 2020 now, 28 years, had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and only have two Super Bowls to show for it, and the Indianapolis Colts had Peyton Manning, and then Andrew Luck, who retired early from 1997, I believe, or 98, all the way to 2020, and only have one Super Bowl. That's pretty crazy to think that Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, and Peyton Manning have a combined three Super Bowls on their original uh, on that on that team. I know, you know, Peyton got one later in his career, but it's just pretty crazy. That shows how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. You can do this with a lot of teams. First of all, it's hard to get a good quarterback, right? You see teams like right. the Cleveland Browns. Um, since Jim Kelly, the Buffalo Bills have been looking for a quarterback, right? It's rare to have a team cycle through quarterbacks and get a second good one. Like you said, the Colts, it's really rare to go from Manning to Luck. It's rare. Even the Seahawks, you mentioned, obviously, the um, the Packers, the Seahawks, going from Matt Hasselbeck, who went to a Super Bowl, to a Russell that's Wilson good. is that's another. That's not easy. The Falcons have didn't have that much downtime between Michael Vick and like a Matt Ryan. I, th those are really hard situations. You look at the Falcons or another team, George, you go from Michael Vick, who is probably the most exciting, the Allen Iverson of the NFL, and a to a Matt Ryan, who ha wins an MVP, goes to Super Bowl, and they have zero Super Bowls to show. I, I've never heard that comparison before. I mean, you got to write that down. That got to be your thing. They had Michael Vick, the Allen Iverson of 
football. Never heard that comparison before. I thought it was I'll fantastic. say it one more time so I can make this into a little video and put it on social. You can follow All me right. at Jorjur Sammy, J-A-R-J-O-U-R-S-A-M-I. Mike Vick is the Allen Iverson of the NFL. The generational talent that changed it all and never won, unfortunately. And that goes back to how wild it is. You look at a franchise like the Falcons. You go from a great like Michael Vick to Matt Ryan, two generational type of talents, and you win those Super Bowls. It's a pretty wild time. And maybe that's going to happen in Philadelphia now. You go from that. You Philadelphia's actually had some bad luck. They had Charles Barkley, Allen Iverson. They got Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons now. Can't win. Hey, they won a Super Bowl. Recently, yeah, but in another Philly team's on this list. Um, it is very interesting. That one Philly championship that you just mentioned is like the one that kind of goes against this list because it's like Nick Foles, the quarterback. <laughs> I know. But Carson Wentz has a ring technically, so I'm going I'm going oh, he's to a great. with that one. He's one of all time great, but let's let's transition over uh, to a the number two guy on our list, which you just mentioned. He's the number two guy on my list. I after the one two, it's to me. Is it Jim Kelly? Number, Sorry. Yeah, it's Jim Kelly. Oh, okay, I was like, I don't yeah, know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say after one and two, like the rest of my list, it's not. It's like these are the top ten. There's not really an order, but I think Marino and Jim Kelly are like the one and two on this list, right? I mean, Jim Kelly yeah. went to what four straight Super Bowls, three or four. And lost them all in the same draft as Dan Marino, too. So it's kind of funny, I guess. Uh, that draft had Elway, Marino, and Jim Kelly. And the funny thing about John Elway, Sammy, he's so lucky. John Elway never won a Super Bowl until his last two years in the NFL, and he won back-to-back. So he could have been on this list, too. Like, almost probably. Like, it's one of those, like, weird, almost probably should have been on the list, right? Mm-hmm. But got, just got it at the end of his career. Um yeah, I, I wanted. I think it was four exactly, right? And that was where with Jim Kelly. I think the really interesting thing with Jim Kelly is the fact that. So mo- I got two more old guys that I kind of want to get through on this list, Same. and Frank Tarkin and Dan Fouts next because I don't have much to say about it. I got well, nothing Jim- to say, but they say Frank Tarkenton plays a lot like Russell Wilson. They do, and Dan Fouts is on every list for the top 10, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? But Jim Kelly is one of the guys that, while I didn't watch and I don't have that much to say, we're talking about the Buffalo Bills, which is like one of the, in my opinion, the coolest, one of the coolest franchises, right? It's in Buffalo, New York, kind of not a city that has major, they have a hockey team, I believe, but they're not like, you know, they're not Atlanta, Boston, LA. They don't have major sports that often there. And it's Bills Mafia. And for a city like that, and a quarterback like Jim Kelly to have to go to four, not four Super Bowls and lose, four straight. I couldn't imagine. The anxiety I had watching the Seattle Seahawks lose their second Super Bowl to the Patriots in a back-to-back year, the stress that that put on me, just watching the second that second Super Bowl, I couldn't imagine losing four of those in a row. And winning none of them. If you won one in the middle, you'd probably say, screw it. It feels good. But, like, Jim, there's there's documentaries about the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowls, right? So, it's like, like you said, we don't know much about these other older guys. But, like, this one, everyone kind of knows the story, at least. Right. And, you know, the sad thing here is, like, like you said, the anxiety, right? Sammy, you watch baseball games with me, right? Remember last, it was two years ago after the Mariners started 16-2? and two, and then all of a sudden they fell below 500. I threw my phone against the wall. My that's cell phone. The, that's classic. What would I do if my team lost four Super Bowls? 
I don't know how any of those fans dealt with that, man. To be honest, no. It's like, how do you like what? what like, how, can you crush me even harder? Well, you know what I'm actually doing, George. Talking What's about that? crushing is, I don't remember the scores of these Super Bowls. I want to see. Did they? Well, one, they of, one of them, the Scott Norwood game. He missed the game-winning field goal, and it was not that hard of a field goal. Yeah, but that happens. I think I'd rather get blown out every game than to... Uh... Me too. Me too. I'd rather get blown out. I know one of them, I think, against the Cowboys was a blowout. 93. Uh, God, this would suck. So they... What? It started in 1990? Yeah. Against the record. Redskins, right? They missed a 47-yard field goal. 20 to 19, they lost. <laughs> Shoot me. Um, and then they lost 37 to 24 to the Redskins. Yep. And then back to back Super Bowls against the Cowboys. That would suck too. In a, a Buffalo, New York team losing to the Dallas Cowboys. I Texas. Know. Amer- America's America. team versus the little guys who could. They yeah. lost the first year 52 to 17. And then yep. the second year, they lost 30-13. to 13. So not only did you watch your team lose four straight Super Bowls, the last two were kind of blowouts. Oh, God. Couldn't that, imagine. You couldn't imagine. And the fir- were the first two Redskins and second two Cowboys? I just clicked out of it. Um, no. It was the last two were Cowboys. I know that. That's all I know. And Redskins was the third. I don't know who the first was. Okay, I have no idea who the first one is either. The 1990 Super Bowl. I feel like that was also the Redskins. I could be totally wrong, though. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, so those are – I'm with you, though, on the rest of the old guys on this list. Dan Fouts, never really watched. I hear great things about him. Great quarterback. Uh, Frank Tarkenton, same thing. All I know about him is he used to play like Russell Wilson. I'm not going to Oh, I said it. To... Sorry, now I'm thinking it's, it was the Giants. I said it out loud. Giants. Okay, cool. Hey, Bill Belichick got a Super Bowl out of that. Yay. He's got a lot. He, he Keep going, though. Coordinator. Yeah. But yeah, Frank Tarkenton. Oh, that's another New York team, by the way. Sorry to jump off track there. Like, you're playing the little team out in New York loses to the big team out in New York. How frustrating would that have been? Not fun. If I was a Buffalo not Bills fun. Fan. <laughs> but yeah, so Frank Tarkenton, um, Dan Fouts are two of the guys I never really watched on this list. I have another older guy on the list in the top ten, which was Warren Moon. I don't know if you had Warren Moon on the list. I did, but but I did watch him play a little bit in ninety. I was in ninety seven and ninety eight when he was a Seahawks quarterback with Joey Galloway, and uh, he was a University of Washington quarterback. So that's always a great thing. But he did win a Canadian Football League championship, so I'm sure he's thrilled about that one. Yeah, I put him on the list just because it's he belongs on the list. There's not too much to say, but and I know it's kind of a local legend here, Seattle. But he, you know, he's one of those who just unfortunately didn't win. Yeah, never won. Um, but the rest of the guys I think we have here are the rest of yours, like people from our era. Yeah. So how about we do this? Well, I'll, I'll name the rest on mine, and you then name the rest on yours. And then if we have any that are different, we'll each talk about ours that are different, and we'll start discussing the ones that we have the same. All right. Well, All right. well just, just, go, just start with your list. All right. Just Tony give me Romo. one. Tony Romo. I got Tony Romo as well. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Tony Romo is the most underappreciated quarterback 
in my opinion, of my lifetime, right? Everyone made fun of Tony Romo because, you know, he fumbled the ball against the Seahawks, or Tony Romo throws a lot of picks, or Tony Romo wasn't clutch, or Tony Romo couldn't win the big moment. Meanwhile, he had the most fourth-quarter comebacks. He really didn't play. Like, the Parcells years was good, but then he had Jason Garrett, who just got fired, obviously, because Jason Garrett was an average coach. And really, the organization did a horrible job in his time of keeping him up Right. The guy was always hurt because he had a bad offensive line. And then as soon as he had a good offensive line, he got hurt and then had to retire. So I think Tony Romo was more of a product of having some unfortunate luck of not winning a Super Bowl or going far or even reaching a Super Bowl. He's an all-time leader in touchdowns and passing yards for the Cowboys. I just think Tony Romo's highly underappreciated. I definitely think he's a top 10 quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I went with Tony Romo because he's the greatest quarter he's yeah he's the greatest cowboy to never win yeah um and some can argue if you look i mean like you said i know troy aikman's loved much more than tony romo but you know you look at numbers and what they mean to the team. Tony Romo's right up there with troy aikman as like the best quarterback in cowboys history obviously aikman's gonna get the the notch because he won Super Bowls. Um, I but, guess Roger Staubach too for winning so yeah. many Super Bowls. But I mean, we never watched him. Yeah, but the thing with Tony Romo is he kind of he kind of carried the franchise for quite some time, and I think he was kind of always the most underappreciated player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I know the game has changed and stats change a lot these days, but it's it's a big deal being you know, the, the leader of a lot of records for the Dallas Cowboys. And for me, I think his was more unfortunate. I think he actually was, you know, I think they were fine with the quarterback coach owner combination. I mean, they lost a game to Seattle in the playoffs, which when they were having a great year, when, uh, when Tony Romo botched a snap on a field goal, right? And they, they, which, which I'm glad he did. I was, yes. I was also a huge Tony Romo fan, but that one I was rooting for the Seahawks, obviously. True. And remember, Tony Romo was having a great year. Uh, he wasn't going to lose his job to Dak Prescott if he didn't get hurt in the preseason, also against the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, and Romo wasn't done. That team, and this maybe is, this is an opinion, but that team, in the playoffs, if they had Tony Romo going to Ezekiel Elliott, I think that was 2016, 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that team could have won the Super Bowl that year. And then that's not a shot at Dak Prescott. I just think at that time, Romo was probably still a little bit more of a talented and accomplished and could have got the job done a little better than Dak Prescott at the time. But they had to go with Dak Prescott. I don't blame them because that was their future. But um, I think at the end of the day, Tony Romo is one of the most underappreciated players of all time. There's a lot of guys that get way more love than him. Guys that I'm going to even mention on my list today that I just think it's unfair. If Tony Romo was in a little bit of a different situation, he'd be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I'm not blaming the coach. I'm not blaming the owner because the Cowboys do things fine. I just think sometimes injuries, situational, little mistakes happen and people don't win Super Bowls. And that's just the reality. And it's unfortunate. I mean, there's a lot of situ- – you look at the Seattle Seahawks, right? I've, I brought them up a couple of times. Matt Hasselbeck was a great quarterback with a great coach in Mike Holmgren and, and a great ownership group. They just lost the Super Bowl, yeah. right? And plain, plain, it happens sometimes. Yeah, and I think Tony Romo is just one of those guys that, 
unfortunately, he just was in a situation where it didn't work out and they lost. Yeah, um, and un- I remember you used to not like Tony Romo as much as I did. I love Tony Romo, right? Like I, he was my—he was kind of my guy. I was I went to war for Tony Romo for so many years before we had a podcast. I wish we had a podcast during the Tony Romo times because I would have been like all about Tony Romo every day. We had a but podcast anyway, the- during your Andrew Luck times. George guaranteed it- two Super Bowl wins. He's gonna come back. And not only cure the world, but he's doing bigger things right now. He's trying to cure coronavirus, probably. Andrew Luck is like, you know what? I'm going to cure coronavirus. But the he's point here, he's is, younger. He's younger than he's younger than uh, Russell Wilson. I know. I he's think he'll. I think he'll end up coming back at some point and playing again in the NFL. But um, the thing is here, Sammy. I do remember. I want to thank you right now here on the podcast for uh, once you did buy me a Tony Romo autograph Sports Illustrated cover. Love that Sports Illustrated cover. Unfortunately, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you go back to episode probably like 35 or episode 45. We had our uh, studio broken into and it was stolen. So that's actually back on the podcast, probably up in the episodes of 40, 45, 50. We did talk about it on the pod. At some point, yeah. It was quite some time. <laughs> quite some time ago, to be honest. Um, shout out to Tony Romo. Um Okay, I'm going to give you one. Uh, by the way, by the way, he is probably even as great of a quarterback he is, he's even a better broadcaster. Yeah, he's probably he's going to go down as like one of the best broadcasters of all time. Yeah. Great second act. Uh, like it it's been actually been more than just great. Oh yeah, um, he's probably the best. So I had Jeff Garcia. All right, I did not have Jeff Garcia and I'm interested But I took to him off he... my list last second. Oh, okay. So he's an honorable mention, Jeff Garcia. Honorable mention. I actually right. ended up going with Steve McNair. Okay, and he was he was my last guy off my list. So okay, there you go. Better known as. Do you know what his nickname was? I saw it on the internet today. Aaron McNair. Aaron McNair. Yep. So I brought up his. You know, he played in one Super Bowl. I brought up some of the stats. Failed to win a ring, but he was ninety-one and sixty-two. By an inch, ninety-one and sixty-two as a starter, and he retired with thirty-one thousand passing yards and thirty-five hundred rushing yards, um, and going to a Super Bowl and losing, and unfortunately passing away. Yeah, murdered um, by his uh, girlfriend he had an affair with. Yep. So that was that's not good. Um, so this that's is kind of like an honorable. Stephen McNair makes this list. They really, you know, he kind of changed Tennessee Titans football. Like I feel like he made it cool. So yeah, I think I think he was the first Tennessee Titan quarterback ever, right? Because I think he played one year as an Oiler, and then they changed yeah. to the Titans. So yeah. Um, uh, and they made it all the way to a Super Bowl, and that was what's his name, um, Andre Dyson. No, what's the coach? Oh, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher. I mean, like, he must have made. He's the reason Jeff Fisher was able to stick around. And be seven to nine for fifteen years after him, because yeah. if you think about it, if Jeff Fisher didn't go to that Super Bowl, if he didn't have Steve McNair, I don't know if he would be. We would have seen those other fifteen years in a row of Jeff Fisher going seven to nine, eight and eight. So true. You, for that go, that Steve year, McNair he didn't go eight and eight, though. That was a good year for Jeff Fisher. That's why I'm saying Steve McNair. I listened to a podcast. Uh, it was Clay Travis's wins and losses. He had one with mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher, and. You know, the whole time, all he was doing was praising how good Steve McNair was. And I'm like, he probably realized this. Without that year with Steve McNair, 
I don't know if he would be. He would have been the Rams coach for six, seven years. That's all I'm saying. I still remember that Super Bowl, man. That if you're a Titans fan, that must hurt. I mean, literally less than a yard. That tackle by the Rams player, I forget who the guy was who made the tackle on, on uh, either Andre Dyson or Kevin Dyson. I forget who it was. And he was reaching out, and that tackle one yard short of tying the Super Bowl and sending it into overtime. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing stuff. And uh, I that would probably go down as one of the first. How old was I? Was that ninety nine? I believe that was either 99 or 2000. Yeah, one of those two years. Because, like, there's something about that. Um, 1999, I was right. I'm shocked. Oh, it was on January 30th, 2000. But it was the 1999 season. season, That was, I think, so I was six and a half years old. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, that's, like, one of the first, like, recollections of a sport serious like moment in sports that i remember vividly and because i don't remember you know that much of like you know a random game the sonics played or a random mariners game and you know oh do you remember that day griffey hit this many home runs like i'm not gonna remember that as a six-year-old but i specifically remember and i don't know what it is or what i don't remember where i was but i remember seeing that ball almost land in the end zone when I was a young kid, and I remember that was a Super Bowl because we were probably, you know, at a gathering or something. There was some reason it stuck with me. And I've always been pretty amazed that that's one of the memories that I feel like is the first sports memories. That I feel like I look back and I actually remember myself seeing it. No, it makes perfect sense. I mean, it was such an iconic moment. And it was probably, it was probably right when I started really getting into football. Like, right, I was probably no, a little less than that, maybe a year before that, but like 10, 11 years old. You're influenced by your older brother who was watching the game. It's probably what it was. It probably was. I mean, dad, I remember our father, like, uh, dad, call would, dad was watching. <laughs> call him dad. Well, just in case people, first time listening to the podcast, I don't know we're brothers. Dad, uh, you know, what, would watch a Super Bowl with me. You were young. You were more into basketball at that point. But I think that's probably, more, yeah, probably one of the first football games you really watched. That's what I'm thinking, man. Um, who's your next guy? All right, the next guy I got on my list is, um, let's see, this is a guy you, I think you also have on your list. We're, we're going to go, I think, three of our four left are a- NFC South quarterbacks, for me at least. Matt Ryan. I do not have Matt Ryan. You do not have Matt Ryan. All right, well, Matt Ryan, man, I was thinking about Matt Ryan, and the guy has an MVP. Tony Romo, no, and maybe Tony Romo, like, you know, had a better all-over all career. Tony Romo, no MVP. Warren Moon, no MVP. Dan Faust, I don't believe, has an MVP. Jim Kelly, I don't believe, has an MVP. Um, Phil Rivers, who we're going to go on later in the list, doesn't have an MVP. Um, I had to put Matt Ryan in there as he's probably my 10th guy on the list. But the guy's had an incredible career. He's been to the playoffs so many times over and over again. It's been like Mr. Consistent. He had a 28 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl. He probably should have a Super Bowl. And I ha- I had to put Matt Ryan on the list as one of the 10 best quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl. I think he's vastly underrated in his career. I like Matt Ryan. I don't think uh I think he's going to go down as a Hall of Famer and he's going to be a Hall of Famer with no Super Bowl. Yeah, I actually I like him there. I was, uh, he he's probably right there with Steve McNair on my list, right? He's like one of those spots. Um I 
And that's why I, I use them as an example. Like when you brought up Manning to Luck and mm-hmm. Brett Favre to Rodgers. And I talked about Hasselbeck to Wilson. And now you, I think Michael Vick to Matt Ryan is a pretty big transition of having two amazing talents. And Matt Ryan, like you said, he's an MVP too. This isn't no... I know people laughed that they lost, you know, they blew the 23 to 28 to three lead in the Super Bowl, but Matt Ryan's no joke. Matt Ryan's an MVP talent. Even last year when the team didn't perform that great, you look at Matt Ryan's numbers, he kind of gets slept on. He's one of those top. I I, I still think he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I would take him for one game or one season. I'm still taking him over a Dak Prescott probably over the young guys like Kyler Murray, Absolutely. maybe even a Carson Wentz. Like if you, if we're talking one playoff run, who's going to be healthier, who's going to be more experienced. Like, yeah, long-term I'd take Carson healthier? Wentz. If I have like a five-year contract. Can you remember a one time game, Matt Ryan ever got hurt? No, I don't know Me if he's either. ever missed a game. No, I think he's missed a game because he's not on that list of like almost, I could be wrong, but uh, the guy's always healthy too. I love Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has, wow, I think his first missed game ever was this year. Wow, that's unbelievable. Well, oh, no, no, his second year, wow, this guy's he's been Mr. Durable. He missed two games in his second year. Okay. And then he missed one game last year. So it's 16, 14, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 15. And that's with that's with uh, 10 playoff games as well. Wow. that's that, I mean, that's pretty amazing. That's almost another full season. Hundred. So he's played 189 out of 192 possible games. Yeah. Matt Ryan. That's I don't remember him 10. missing a game last year, but. That's probably or maybe it was the last game of the year when they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, they they actually ended up having a uh, really good resurgence in second half of the year last year, and that division is going to be stacked. So I don't know how that will translate to this upcoming season. If you're listening to this ten years from now, this is the, before the 2021 season, if there is one. Um, but yeah, the the durability is outstanding. Who do you got next? Um, there's one guy I want to save for last, and I think you know who it is. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so let's go with Donovan McNabb that I have. Because um, the other like two guys, are, the other two guys are still playing. I think your other two guys are still playing too, right? Uh, no, one of them is still playing. The other is not. We have. Th- I have three guys left. Oh, you went first. You have two guys left. Yeah. You went first, well, and you. Well, I've named one: Dan Marino, Kelly Tarkenton, Romo, Dan Fouts, Warren Moon, Matt Ryan. So I've named seven. I have three guys left. Two of them are playing. Um, Okay, well, I'm going to go with Donovan Donovan McNabb. Uh, The reason I'm going with McNabb is kind of the same answer as like a Steve McNair. It's kind of the same answer as almost like a, I mean, I was going to say Matt Ryan. I mean, him and Matt Ryan, you could almost say are the exact same situation, except the thing with McNabb, we're talking Donovan McNabb had Andy Reid. The Andy Reid who won the Super Bowl this year with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Andy Reid's been one of the most underrated coaches of all time. And until this year, I think he's kind of now properly rated. He needed that Super Bowl. But Andy Reid's been fighting for that Super Bowl. McNabb was in the right situation. This is one of those other guys that, you know, he's not he, he's not like a Dan Marino. He played for the Dolphins, like a tragically bad operation, right? 
the Eagles have been run pretty decently. They've had the coaches. They've had the quarterbacks. They just had some bad luck until they finally won one as of late. And I think Andy Reid just had bad luck. And Donovan McNabb, unfortunately, faced off against the greatest quarterback of all time in the playoffs, in in the Super Bowl, and the greatest coach of all time. And they they had to take a loss. And like we know, it's not easy to go back. If Aaron Rodgers can't even get back to one, you can't expect Donovan McNabb to either. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think I think they went to four straight NFC Championship games. Yep. They lost three straight. I'm in the fourth one. They went to the Super Bowl. Um, the team just had a little bit of bad. I'm, I'm with you there. They had the right organization, the right head coach, and the right quarterback. Just unfortunate timing, unfortunate luck. I, I, I see why you have them in the top ten. I have them up there, 12, 13, around there. But uh, I, he does deserve some recognize, recognition, and I'm glad you brought him up because he's, he's probably – Probably the most underrated quarterback of the 1990s. Yeah, early and, 2000s. And you did, like you said, like this is almost I'm saying almost. It's almost like a Jim Kelly situation, right? We're talking about four straight NFC championships. They lost in 2001 to the Rams by five, and I think the Rams might have won the Super Bowl that year. They did not. They lost to the Patriots 2000. Okay, there you go. And then the next year they lost to the Buccaneers, who did win the Super Bowl that year. Yep. And then they lost to the Panthers. They lost in the Super Bowl. Um, and then they beat the Falcons to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, we're talking four straight years in the NFC Championship. This is like what Russell Wilson's done with the Seahawks. That's like Tom Brady-esque, Peyton Manning-esque. Not many quarterbacks. Uh, actually, I don't know how many fit the, how many quarterbacks in the history of the NFL have gone to four straight championship games. Tom Brady, well, we maybe Jim Kelly. We know Jim Kelly now did, but uh, I I don't know how many. No, no idea. Was there any others? Uh, I'm Cowboys. sure there has been. The Cowboys have. Uh, I think Jeez, the Redskins the Cowboys. maybe have Doug Williams. <laughs> Cowboys went to the NFC Championship in '92, '93, '94, and '95. So four as well. So that was all Aiken. Aiken, yeah. But they won three of those Super Bowls. Pretty good. And the the one that they lost was to the 49ers, who also won the Super Bowl. All right. Well, I, I still don't think there's many quarterbacks that's gone to four straight. There's probably five or six total. Yeah. All time. Well, um, what else? What you got next? All right. Next on the list, and I'm going to keep the and Before guy you get to that, can I say one thing? Sorry. Yeah. I do want to say, like, McNair, Matt Ryan, Romo, McNabb, I think all these guys fit pretty close on the list. So, like, when they're not on my list or your list, do you agree these guys are, like, probably anywhere can flip-flop in the top ten? I don't think any of these have been, like, a out-of-right, you know, left field, what do they say? Out-of-right left field? No, no, none of them. I actually think after Marino, Kelly, Tarkington, and Fouts, which is kind of, like, everyone's consensus, like, top four, I think everyone is, like, open game. It's kind of like a lot of guys from this era. It kind of reminds me of the basketball one where you have, okay, Carl Malone and this guy, this guy. Then it's like, okay, like, where do you, Russell Westbrook, some people are like Carmelo, right? It's kind of like the right. rest of the good players. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So the next guy I have on this list, I'm going to keep the two active players for last. And this one, I mean, you, you said it earlier, the Michael Vick of football, uh, the Michael Vick, the Allen Iverson of football, Michael Vick. Um, 
unbelievable talent. This is more his circumstances, right? I mean, I think his second or third year in the league, they reached the NFC Championship game. He was the first quarterback in like 30 years ago, win a road playoff game at Lambeau Field. He had everything going for him, and then he made the colossal mistake of the lifestyle choices. that It was all his doing. He decided to fight dogs and um, got arrested, missed the most <laughs> no, of his prime. And he decided to fight dogs. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he ran he, a dog fighting operation. Yeah, he ran a dog fighting operation. However you funded, can explain however that, right? you can explain it. <laughs> And he went to jail, and then he got a second chance with the Eagles, which was successful. The guy made a huge mistake in the prime of his career, and I think that's – he may have never won. It might be like a Lamar Jackson-esque type of guy who who knows what that translates into playoffs. I think Lamar one day will win a Super Bowl, but if he doesn't, I wouldn't be shocked. Well, um, luckily, I don't think Lamar's going to get into legal trouble, which is a big uh, – makes it a – He's going to give him an extra four or five years that Michael Vick had, didn't have. Right. And those were going to be the four or five probably best years of Michael Vick's career. Yeah. I mean, Vick, 04, made the, they lost to the Eagles, who went to the championship. Um, I mean, they were 11 and five that year, George, under Jim Mora. And, you know, you go to NFC, that means, it, like you said, it's like a Lamar Jackson, it's a Patrick Mahomes, right? Like, if he had three more years after that of consistent football, maybe we'd be talking about a different situation. Yeah, maybe. And who knows, right? I mean, maybe, maybe he would maybe never not. had got, maybe not. But like, like you, you'd think that there would be another chance to get to an NFC championship game and maybe get to the Super Bowl. Then you never know what happens. But that's why I have him in my top ten. Yeah, and given the fact that he was so talented still when he came back to the Eagles, and they were, you know, a contender. It shows that maybe, you know, four years younger Michael Vick, still in the league, not in jail for a couple of years, would have had a great shot at continuing to dominate. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of the saddest sports stories of all time. I mean, there'll be more documentaries made about it over the years. And, uh, he's I done think a great something... job. Uh... Oh, yeah. He's a he's great bad. job turning his life around. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, him and Alex Rodriguez, like the two best like reclamation projects. That yeah, but Alex like, Rodriguez also didn't run a dogfighting ring. Like, it's easier to have, like, I know yeah, he's, he's just cheated. a liar. He's just a liar. Yeah, like, you can, he's probably still lying, right? Like, I love Alex Rodriguez personally, but, but like, it's easy to be deceptive. He's, like, deceptive, right? He was deceptive his whole time. And now people are like, oh, he's such a nice guy. Well, maybe he's just lying again. True. With Alex, with Michael Vick, I feel like he's actually somber about what he did. Sometimes you can just see. Yeah, he, best apology of all time. Um, I'm going to say Philip Rivers next. Okay, same here. So, you know what? Let's talk about the last two guys together almost at the end. So my last two guys are Philip Rivers and Cam Newton. And same the reason here. I want to talk about both of them is they're both kind of getting their last chance this year. And I know people will be like, Cam Newton's 31, last chance? It's probably his last chance this year. And same with Philip Rivers. There's a reason that they – Philip Rivers got a lot of money, and it, which was kind of wild because it should be his last chance. And you have a Cam Newton – who got basically nothing, but because of injuries, it's probably his last chance. I'll start with Phillip Rivers. You talked about it. There's a formula that goes into a lot of Super Bowl teams. Ownership group, coach, and quarterback. The San Diego Chargers had quarterback. <laughs> I mean, it. what? They've had North Turner a little bit. And they had Brian a, Shot and uh, not Brian. Uh, Mar what was his dad's Marty? name? Marty Shot. Mark? Shot and yeah. Marty Shot. But and like, 
they they're obviously a bad ownership group they even sent their damn team to la to somewhere that nobody even appreciates them anymore and they've never had a legendary coach right they've never had andy reed p carroll bill belichick whoever you want to mention so it's clear that the Chargers were kind of running off Philip Rivers, right? It wasn't the like you said, it wasn't the coach and ownership situation, and so I think he's Phil just Rivers been kind and of Danny unfortunate. And Tomlinson. Yeah, of course, yeah, that's a good point. But we're talking about quarterbacks. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying he had the best running back maybe in our generation to to back him up a little bit and help him out. Um, Problem with that you, though. though is running backs without a good quarterback doesn't even lead to where they led to. You know, AFC it? Championship games. Can we not like just gloss over the fact that Phil Rivers played the AFC Championship game on a torn ACL? Like on an actual torn ACL. That's where yeah, it's I do, like I mean, <laughs> we just got to mention that, right? Yeah, I I still think it's one of the most remarkable things ever. Like the dude, and he like he just fought through a torn ACL because he cares so much, and he is known as one of the most like passionate quarterbacks of all time. Doesn't cuss. and he and he's I was about to say that he's the only one who doesn't freaking swear. He's like well, yeah, one of those guys. Holy freaking crap! Like, what? How many kids does he have? Thirteen. The fact that he was able to have thirteen kids, be a quarterback in the NFL, not swear, play a game on a torn ACL. For the worst franchise maybe in football in the San Diego Chargers, now L.A. Chargers, whatever. The guy's been through a lot, and he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. It's really unfortunate he never won. Yeah, and he, he, I'm pretty sure he holds the record for most kids without a swear word in history of the world. I'm sure he's sworn before. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, actually. You know, like some guys like that, maybe they just like grew up and he never swore. Yeah, maybe he's just the craziest like, thing in the world. Yeah, but if he has a 14th kid, he's dropping a fu- big fuck. No, man, they're fighting. They want it. What are you talking about? You don't. You 14. don't accidentally get 16 children or eight, whatever it is. You don't. That's not an accident. That's called like wanting that many kids. That's a great point. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. You, I guess you're not like you know after eight like. Oh, we accident. accidentally had number 14. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. But I think there's, it's actually there nine. has to be a, Sorry, it's nine. Oh, it's nine? Oh, it's not enough. He doesn't have enough for a full five-on-five basketball game. They have a newborn, a 16-year-old, 13, 12, 10, 8, 7, 5, and 3. That's a fucked up household. Bro, it's <laughs> just the logistics behind having that many kids. It's not even like that. Like It's like, oh, we want to go on vacation on Maui. Well, Dad has football, and then Brittany has a recital, and John has a uh dentist appointment like how do you fucking like uh, me we have a four-person household growing up sometimes we couldn't figure out how to get on vacation all at the same time yeah and i'm assuming his family's probably gonna stay in san diego because he signed a one year with the colts right i believe a one-year contract yeah no he did it's a one-year 25 million dollar contract so i'm assuming he will just be with his family his family will stay because there's no way you bring that that Imagine bringing I thought, all that to. I, I thought his family moved to Florida already. That's what they said pre-report. That's, remember, and everyone was like, "Oh, he's signing with whoever or whatever it was." Yeah, yeah, but maybe he didn't move to Florida. He is from the South. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. But I will mention this: as great as I think he is, as much as I think he deserves his last run, I do think the Colts' one-year, twenty-five million dollars is a little bit of an overpay. Right. If he plays the way he played last year. 
Lim, but yeah, I agree with you, but he's going to be motivated not to go and have to retire and go live with nine kids. He's I'm not making fun I, of his kids. I'm not making fun of his kids. It's nine the kids. kids was his choice. They're not having kids because they're pissed I understand about having kids. That. He knows it's his choice. He's happy about the kids. But then you go have the kids when you get home and you're like, holy shit, I have nine kids. And now I'm retired. He's not going to be like thrilled about it. Like right now his wife takes care of him and he has hella money. He's wouldn't and and goes he's and always going to have hella half money. The, yeah, George, he's going to go George, play football George, half the you're year. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong because you you work for 18 weeks out of the year. He's a stay-at-home dad. He's talked about this. He's a stay-at-home dad for more than half of the year. He has no problem doing it. It's been pretty clear. Nine kids, man. That guy, that motherfucker, crazy. He's not crazy. That's he had. He has a one-year, twenty-five million dollar contract. This one contract. He could live with the nine kids and a wife comfortably for the rest of their lives. I, I agree with that part, at least. It's not that crazy. What's crazy is his wife giving birth to nine kids. Oh, That's poor woman. Um, I'm trying to talk some football for a second. Is Philip Rivers got paid. I think, are we not realizing he got paid a one-year, $25 million contract? And Cam Newton got like not even a million dollars guaranteed. I, I think it's weird. I think the Colts are going to look back. Cam Newton's going to have a better year than Philip Rivers. And everyone's going to wonder how this all went about. I agree with you completely. And uh, I guess that's a nice little segue to the last guy on our list, which is Cam Newton. You mentioned it earlier, but like, yeah. How, if you're the Colts and you see what Cam Newton signed for are you looking back at your phil rivers contract and you're not that thrilled about it i wouldn't be thrilled about it i wouldn't either but it depends how good he plays if he plays like last year you're gonna regret signing a one-year 25 million dollar contract but now if phil river goes back to what we've seen from him the last couple years it could be a pretty extremely uh uh extremely i guess what an extremely, what's the right word? They could win a lot. I don't know. I was going to say extremely like productive contract, but you know what I mean. No, I absolutely do. Well, um, do you want to go, do you want to just recap your top 10 real quick? I mean, no, I'll recap I didn't my... do my whole top 10. I have one more. Do you? I thought we went through 10 already. No, I went through nine. Who's your 10? Cam Newton. Uh, I just we, we we said that you said that we're gonna go through the last two on our list, Cam Newton. Yeah, but and... I haven't talked about. It. I didn't say anything oh, about okay. Cam Newton yet. We talked about Phil Rivers and his children. Cam Newton, though, I mean, not one of Phil Rivers' about... children. What? We, Cam we didn't, uh, not one of Phil We didn't Rivers mention children. anything. Yeah, we didn't mention anything about Cam Newton at all. You're right. We did not mention it. We compared their contracts, but the reason I wanted Cam Newton on the list is the guy won an MVP and took the Carolina Panthers to a Super Bowl, right? And He's kind of been really overrated for quite of his career, but then also really underrated in certain parts of his career. And pre-getting injured, the guy was dominating. He was having the best year of his career two years ago before getting hurt. So I'm looking at this man, and this is why I said they both have their last chance. Um, Cam Noon's obviously been told by the NFL, Bill Belichick's the last person to give him a chance here for like a million dollars. So it's his last chance. And obviously, Philip Rivers at like 40 years old is probably his last chance as well. But these two guys, 
actually what's very interesting about these two guys is they have a really strong if they if they specifically play well, right? Philip Rivers has a good year, Cam Newton has a good year. They both have very good chances of getting themselves off this list. The Colts have You're one of right. the best rosters. You're in right, the NFL. actually. They're not. They're, I mean, I, I know the Chiefs are good, but it's pretty hard to go to back-to-back Super Bowls. I know the Ravens are good. Lamar Jackson is yet to show he can play good in a playoff game. You have the Titans, the Bills, a couple good teams in the in the AFC, but the Patriots. If Cam Newton plays well, they could be a Super Bowl team. And it, the Colts, if they if he plays well, that team could be the best team in the AFC. So it's a very interesting year for those two guys that are kind of on their last chances, but their last chances can also be getting or winning a Super Bowl this year. Because I mean, if if you know the Patriots a game or two away from the Super Bowl every single year, and no offense to Tom Brady, I love the guy, but he didn't have the best year ever last year. If Cam Newton comes back healthy, that's a Super Bowl contending team. No, I completely agree with you. Uh, that both of these guys have a really good chance. I guess I will beg my question to you, like out of the guys on this list, I mean, there's not too many more active players. I guess on my list, active is Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, and Phil Rivers. Which which player is least likely to be on this list? I mean, they might all three be on the list, but if you had to choose one that will actually win a Super Bowl in his career. Well, let's see. I only have Phil Rivers and Cam Newton, right? Right. Um, but... I'm going to take both of our lists into account. I'm going to go with Matt That's Ryan. That's what I'm saying. Matt Ryan. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I I, I still think Matt Ryan's, I think, what, 31. Mm-hmm. And I know Cam Newton is too. But he's we gotta... really only 31. No, he's 35. Jesus Christ. I thought he was okay. much younger. Are you going to change your mind on that? Or are you still seeing Matt Ryan? <laughs> you know what the problem is? Matt Ryan's probably better than Cam Newton and Philip Rivers, in my opinion. Yeah. Um but he is 35. Philip Rivers has the best situation maybe this year in general because he's still decent and they have the best O-line in football probably and they have the weapons. They have a good coach. And then you have Cam Newton who I have no idea what he's going to be, but if Cam Newton plays well, he's also with Bill Belichick and Cam Newton's only 31. Right. So I'm going to go with Cam Newton. But I think it's kind of funny because I think he has like the best chance of making it out, but he also has like, the best chance the wor- of chance not of flaming being in the NFL out. next year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the funny thing, I think none of them win a Super Bowl, but if I was to go with one, it would be Cam Newton as well. Um, I know, it's y- weird, because he y- really is the one that also has the best chance of, like, not being in the NFL in Because it's the Patriots, right? Like, if he was on the Dolphins, you wouldn't say Cam Newton. Yeah, and the reason you say he has the best chance of not being in the NFL in 2021 too, is because if he doesn't work on the Patriots, nobody else is going to, everyone's going to be like, okay, it didn't work on the Patriots. Why, why would we, why is he going to work here? Exactly. Here's one more thing I do want to say is I kind of hope it could be hilarious if Phil Rivers won a Super Bowl with the Colts. Like they would have went through nineties with, and whole almost all the 2000s with Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, the number one overall pick in the draft, and have one Super Bowl to show for. And then they picked up Phil Rivers from a free agency heap and built a stuff around him and took a flyer on him and win a Super Bowl. I just think it'd be hilarious. It sometimes might work. You never know. Actually, we haven't no. seen many random quarterbacks win outside of Nick Foles in the last long time. 
Uh, you Joe know, Flacco is kind of random, but not really. Kind of, but the Ravens have a history. You know, what I mean, like that made sense right. in some in some way. And he wasn't like just he he wasn't a guy that got picked up randomly out of nowhere, right? Like right. Nick Foles was almost out of the league. Um, Joe Flacco was like a seasoned vet and starter, and True. Uh, not a vet maybe, but a starter. And uh, it's interesting. Phil Rivers not as good as this guy, obviously, but it's rare to see that guy just get signed. Like I, I, it makes me think of the Toronto Raptors last year of Kawhi Leonard. Like it is really random. If you pick up a guy who's supposed to be good for you and like Kawhi is obviously better than Phil Rivers. If you do comparisons of the sports, right. here, but it is interesting. If you pick up a guy like Kawhi Leonard last year, it's weird to see a guy be picked up by a team, win a championship. And it's like, all right, thanks. That worked. <laughs> thanks. It's thanks odd. for your services. All right. Yeah, two more things. One more question, then let's recap our top 10 each. But I have a fun question for you. You have to choose one quarterback in the NFL. I know who you're choosing. I'm going to choose someone else. One quarterback in the NFL right now who is not on this list but is going to be on this list when he retires. This is a top 10 quarterback to never win a suit. Lamar Jackson. I knew that's who you were going to go. I think it's clear and obvious. Uh, I know people want to – we we do this all the time, right? Like he's so fun, it's so he's amazing, but he he's not gonna win a Super Bowl. Like I I told I knew Patrick Mahomes was gonna win a Super Bowl. It's just it looks it's more clear, but like this doesn't have to. This is not because he's a running quarterback, but we've seen in the playoffs when teams have time to scheme for a guy like Lamar Jackson. He's not the best thrower. He's not always going to be this versatile of his legs. I would be shocked if he won a Super Bowl, in all honesty. See, I wouldn't be shocked at all if he won a Super Bowl. I actually think he will win a Super Bowl in his career, but I would be I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't. I'm kind of indifferent, right? It's like Joe Flacco, like, oh, he won a Super Bowl. Like it's actually similar to Baltimore Baltimore. But anyway, different type of quarterback. My guy is Deshaun Watson. I, I think Deshaun Watson is going to go far in his career. I think he's going to go to multiple AFC championship games. But the AFC is going to – it's going to be really hard to have three guys, all three of those guys, Mahomes, Lamar, and Deshaun Jackson win Super Bowls. They're all in the AFC. Yeah, and Cam Newton, if he's healthy, he's going to be there for another five, six years. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point too. Um, I, Deshaun Watson probably has a better chance, in my opinion, than Lamar Jackson, man. he's a, Because I of his style? Deshaun, style. You saw what Deshaun Watson did for Clemson football. I mean, even his own coach, Dabo Sweeney's seen a lot of fucking talent, and he called him the Michael Jordan of football. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't was, be shocked if he won. I just had to throw someone out there. There's, I just think his style, if you had one game right now, Jordan, I told you, you need to win this playoff game, you get one guy at quarterback, Lamar Jackson or Sean Watson, I think you're going to go up to Sean Watson. I don't know. Only I, problem I, I, is that'd be, that'd be a tough one for me. I, I, it's a the only hard problem is he does play for the Texans. Which yeah, plays that's a big kind role. of why too. Like if you, yeah, I guess if he if signs he, one of those ten-year contracts with the Texans, you never you know. know. Yeah, I mean, he just <laughs> traded his best wide receiver, who's probably the best wide receiver in football. Yeah, and they do this type of shit a lot. Yep. All right, so let's recap our top ten real quick, Sammy. Who do you have in your top ten? Um. Marino, Jim Kelly, Warren Moon, Cam Newton, Philip Rivers, Tony Romo, Steve McNair, and then I have Frank Tarkenton and J- Dan Fouts, but that's just because, like, it's like saying Bill Russell and somebody else. You kind of have to, you know, you don't watch them, but that's what people say. 
Yeah, no, and that's a great list. I mean, ours are very similar. My top 10 quarterbacks that never win a Super Bowl are Dan Marino, Jim Kelly, Frank Tar- Tarkenton, Dan Fouts, Warren Moon as an old, the old uh, guard. And as a new generation, we got Tony Romo, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Michael Vick, and Phil Rivers rounding out the top 10. And uh, Sammy thinks that Lamar Jackson would join that list maybe later on in his career. And I think Deshaun Watson might join that list later on in his career. I'm strongly confident Lamar Jackson is going to join that list later in his career. I and think I'm Lamar not, wins a Super Bowl one day. I don't think so. And I'm not the type of person that thinks like Lamar is going to flame out of the league or anything. I think he's going to be a starter for the next 10, 15 years. Like, I just don't see him winning a Super Bowl. You know, like there's, I'm not saying he's Tim Tebow, Robert Griffin, right? Like I don't want people no, to absolutely. mistake because I know that could be like, Oh, everyone thought he was a flame out, blah, blah, blah. One year wonder. That's not what I'm saying. I understand. He's probably going to. I completely get it. He's going to go to the playoffs a lot. And all these things. I just don't see him winning Super Bowl. And unfortunately, I hope it doesn't happen. Unfortunately, you know, one leg injury for a guy like him can derail his entire career. That's why somebody oh, like Deshaun that Watson. That I completely agree with. Deshaun Watson's torn two ACLs and it's only been gotten better because he doesn't That's rely on point. his legs. Yeah, no, great point. So. I just don't see it with Lamar, but I hope he proves me wrong because I actually really, I'll say that. I, some people might think, you know, it's like, oh, just because he's not a typical quarterback. Like, you know, everyone always wants to like make it about shit that has nothing to do with. I root for Lamar Jackson. I would love to see him in a Super Bowl because I think he's charismatic. I think he's cool. I think he's the underdog story. The way he has to sit in the green room and get to be the last pick in the first round. And I like that he's unconventional. I like that he's from the South and talks different. And He's a different style of play. Like I root for guys like him. So I'm not saying this I root in the for sense guys that... like him and Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston won't be on this list because he will win a Super Bowl. In he probably won't, but I do root for Jameis Winston to have a good start. Hey, Jameis job might win one this year as a backup. It's a he might get the job. Drew Brees is getting old. He got hurt last year. I just think at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, I think that. Lamar Jackson deserves to win a Super Bowl, and I root for guys like him. I root for guys like James, too, sure, but that has nothing to do with the situation. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson plays different. He talks different. He's a different style. He's the underdog story. It'd be awesome to see him win. I just don't think it's going to happen. I agree with you. So hey, I, wanted to, uh, I wanted to add that. Do you remember what fucking idiot said this? Lamar Jackson has a better chance of being out of the NFL by next season than winning the MVP. That was you. That was me. Yeah, that was me. That, that, that was a good one last year. Remember when you said that Andrew Luck's <laughs> going to win two Super Bowls? You know, I I had a run before we had a pod, podcast that where I was like spot on with quarterbacks. And like lately I'm like, oh, Andrew Luck's going to win two Super Bowls. Carson Wentz isn't going to get hurt again. Oh, uh, Lamar Jackson will be out of a league <laughs> no, 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 before no, no, he wins Let's an back MVP. that up. You actually, <laughs> quote unquote, somehow – tried to claim at some point in your speaking career here that Andrew Luck and Carson Wentz are not injury prone. Andrew Luck answered the question for you. He retired. George is like, he's not injury prone. And Andrew Luck's like, I can't take these injuries anymore. I'm retiring. For some reason, I I, I think we're getting bad internet connection now. And uh, I think we're going to have to end. I'm kidding. I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, I, I, I believed it. We do get some bad internet these days. I actually was listening to something the other day about how bad internet's been for some people on cable because it's such high usage. 
I know. No, no, I heard I heard you loud and clear. I've said some fucked up things. The one thing I have said, and we talked about this in the NBA podcast. If you want to, if you listen, James to Harden, top 10, never, blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, James Harden will never win an NBA. <laughs> so at least I've gotten. Is that something, where you were right? going? Yeah, that's exactly where I was that's going. That's what I thought. So um, if you are listening to this NFL quarterback one, please go ahead and go back to our other one where we did the top ten. Uh, NBA players to never win a championship. And on our next series, we'll probably do top 10 baseball players to never win because we have a guy on our in our backyard, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., that's never won. We have a Negro Martinez that's never won. Barry Bonds, believe it or not, has never won uh, a World Series. So there's some fun guys to talk about. I mean, about. you said believe it or not, I believe it with baseball. I mean, Mike yeah. Trout may be the best player of all time. Come and he's never won. At least he's never going to win, probably. <laughs> so baseball's yeah. tough. All right, George. It's been an hour and a hour and five. It was a good pod, though. And uh, um, like you said, if anybody wants to find all those old podcasts, you can also go to thesportsontap.com. It's how it sounds, thesportsontap.com, and go to our podcast section. You can scroll through there and you can search. If you go to our search bar, you can type in top ten NBA, and it'll come up on one of the articles. And of course, you just type in that being said pod. Um, that being said, podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever it is. And I think if you search the sports on tap on all those platforms, our podcast should come up as well. Um, last but not least, they can find us at the sports on tap on all platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and at pod that on Instagram and Twitter for the podcast stuff. Uh, and you'll see our, our links there, George. What's up, man? You got anything else? I just wanted to make sure everyone knows where to find everything. No, and if you like what me and my brother are doing here on this podcast, we, we, we enjoy recording it. You can also find my podcast, my uh, solo podcast, the Just Talk. Just Talk sounds exactly with George Jarjour and Sammy's podcast, Stuff That Matters with Sammy Jarjour as well. Much love, y'all. Happy Tuesday. And I think we'll be back on uh, Thursday for just a general pod about what's going on in this world. You know, we got sports coming back. And there's interesting stuff going on in the bubble. Washington Redskins changing their name, it sounds like. So mm-hmm. we'll have a lot to discuss on Thursday. Um, Sammy, are you going to be attending James Harden's pool party later this afternoon? I will not. I will not. We'll talk about that on Thursday. <laughs> Much love. Um, find us at the Sports on Tap. And George, uh, this is Sports Radio. Redefined. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>